Hello, 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 and welcome to the next episode of the Shane Walsh podcast. So hopefully you are all good. Hopefully you cannot hear me dying from hay fever. So hopefully all is good. So you had just back from the trips away and stags and stuff like that. So yeah, feeling a little bit jaded, but we we plow on. So thank you so much to everyone who has listened to the podcast since I have been away um and it really does mean a lot so now trying to make sure that everyone is all set up and anyone who has shared listened downloaded the the podcast since i've been away and through your support over 367 episodes at this stage is amazing so one of the things that i talk to my clients an awful lot is the element of that it's, it's circulating around the, the method of kind of perfection. So one of the big things that there is this fallacy that you need to believe or that you believe that in order to lose weight that you need to believe that you need to be perfect. You need to get every single thing right. That you'll, that you might think that you'll continue to struggle with your weight because you can't be perfect all the time. And for a long, long time, the, the industry has kind of gone after that kind of imperfection has gone gone after that flaw in the ideology that you need to be perfect in order to lose weight but that's what the flaw that's what the system is it's playing on that kind of novelty that you do need to be perfect but if i would if i was to ask you this question of what does eating perfectly look like what does exercise perfectly look like i don't even know what that means it's not even it's not making sense as i say it out loud but what could suit you an awful lot better is the element of that perfection is a fallacy. It is a flawed ideology. And it's the bit that is keeping you away from where you want to go. It's doing the opposite of what you think it's doing. You think it's serving you, but I can assure you it's bringing you the other direction. I compare it to the analogy of if you're going down a road, you're going forward. But if you're trying to be perfect, you may as well be in reverse and going back down the road that you that you actually want to go down. That's essentially what's at play. But I have to look at it from a perfection, an element of perfection is ultimately an illusion. When it comes to successful fat loss and weight loss, whatever that means to someone, perfectionism is one of the biggest things that hold people back. And that's because perfectionism is an illusion. It's ultimately nothing goes to plan every single time i was actually having a conversation with clients since they came back and one of them was kind of like she had really really amazing awareness of what kind of needs to be improved without kind of like that berating element of it or that that shame factor on it and one of the things that she had said was on the weekends the kids are really busy with their sports and then that she needs to kind of almost she kind of didn't have the meals for her dinners they could have been better and I kind of went through them with her step by step. I was like, you literally just had a barbecue. And she was like, oh, it's not as negative as I thought. But she was aware that like I could add in a little bit more veggies in here. And those those minor tweaks could help. Life is always going to throw things and a curveball in your direction. Whether it's being busy at work, the caring for elderly parents, whether it be looking after sick children, being sick yourself. Or if you look back at where it was, having having a global pandemic or the kids are getting sick. All these factors are majorly, majorly out of our control, but they can impact your journey. And some weeks you may be able to, you may be time poor 
and are unable to actually devote so much time to exercise or that weekly meal prep or getting that shop in as much as you like. Other weeks, your sleep will be maybe compromised due to one of your kids being sick, your energy may be lower, extra stress could be caused by these events, and that can increase the likelihood of engaging in maybe emotional eating, picking that a little bit more, a little bit more alcohol, using that as a coping mechanism. But trying to be perfect with your weight loss amidst all of this is impossible. I will only actually make this the weight loss thing a lot more difficult for yourself and actually I, I like to call perfection avoidance. It's a perfect way to avoid of what you actually need to do and what you should need to and what you should do. That's essentially what per- perfection is. It's avoidance. It's not people think it's protecting them. People think it's directing them, but I can assure you the the when clients drop perfection, they seem to get better results. When clients are reluctant or a little bit more hesitant or don't know how or a little bit more scared and fear is directing things and that's what's directing them towards perfection you need to dig into where that perfection thing is coming from so perfection makes things a lot more difficult and here's why so what happens when you get when you actually try to be perfect is all these things of like these kind of like really really big fad diets they promote the idea that you can get amazing fabulous results if you religiously plan and religiously eat to the letter in the meat and if you this might sound familiar particularly on this monday is and you may have a holiday coming up and you're like i need to get into shape for this etc in the beginning motivation is really high and you may find it relatively easy to stay on track but then life throws you a curveball and which it will the pressure to be perfect can have one of two outcomes one people give up because it's too hard to keep going number two people especially perfectionists grit their teeth continue to aim for for perfection and cause a great deal of stress and anxiety for themselves which ends up backfiring on them anyway so one of the things that i would always recommend is imperfection will trump perfection all the time we're all human none of us can be perfect that's a fact none of us can be perfect it makes sense that you that doing your best every day according to what's going on in your life is the best you can ever do some days you'll be able to give more some days you, you, you'll be able to give 70 percent, or you may as or some days you'll be able to only give up as little as two percent but not being able to give 100 percent each day doesn't matter as long as you're doing something in the direction you want to go so there'll be times where you're able to drive go faster to where you want to go and there'll be times where life ramps up and you'll need to take that step back why because small steps add up to big results to successfully lose weight and keep it off it's important to understand that doing your best is preferable than aiming for perfection and that's because those who aim for for, for perfection often have that all or nothing mindset and one of the big things i would say here is a caveat is you're not all or nothing if we say that we are all or nothing, guess what happens? We act like someone who is all or nothing. But the the massive thing that's driving thing is the all or nothing mindset. We're relying on our mindset. We're relying on our mood. We're relying on motivation. We're relying on perfection. But all these things are outsourced. All these things are fallible objects. All these things are going to go with our mood. Ever looked at when your motivation goes low? It's your mood that goes low. That's what motivation is. 
what the all or nothing mindset ultimately portrays is that if we can't be perfect they do nothing instead essentially what it is but small steps over time they build up they build up interest they build up compound interest more and they build up this more powerful state than, than a couple of weeks of perfection but if you focus on that kind of like one percent that you could hear these all these kind of statements when you're talking about sports and all these things about oh give that extra one percent but it is useful to kind of come up with that analogy if you added one percent better each day you'll end up being you'll end up 37 times better over over that time imagine being 37 better uh, better at food prepping consistency with your training reducing your emotional eating managing your stress better training more effectively having better sleep having a better love life having better sex life having better feeling better in yourself and this can snowball into where you want to go you'll also be a lot less stressed by trying not to be perfect so even if you're training effectively and getting there with some of the the, the, the factors that, imp- that may impact your ability to kind of lose weight stress can be a big one that when people get stressed they can either emotionally eat they may not they may under eat they may drop training they may drop themselves in order to get through this time because our brain goes into this safety mode it goes into kind of like full-on lockdown and say right what i need to save all my energy to get through this i need to protect everyone else sometimes that can mean that you drop yourself but trying to be perfect because you have a short time of amount of to get your result, like a six week or a 12 week fad diet will cause may cause this enormous amount of stress and pressure that may impact your sleep. And if we have poor sleep, this may impact your eating habits. Like we know that if you are not getting enough sleep, that can impact on your motivation, like your mood. If your mood goes down, food comes in. If you eat more food, guess what happens? And this may even increase the chances of going for other substances like alcohol. And alcohol impacts your sleep even further, impacts your food choices, whatever it may be. But by reducing stress, it allows us to, instead of trying to be perfect, it will yield you better results. So it's asking yourself on those days, what can I do here? And that could be simply, right, I'm going to go for a walk. That could be simply, I'm going to ring a friend. That means I'm just going to have my regular meals. Like I know I'm back from from holidays, from having been away from t- for 10 days, no phone, no work phone, no client interactions or whatever it may be. And I'm trying to go through all the various emails, all the account- all the interactions with, with clients, trying to set up meetings and applications kind of coming in for new people to kind of come in and get them set up. But I know the best thing for me right now is, right, what for me to go well today, what do I need to do? Get out for a walk. Nail that first thing this morning. What did I need to do yesterday when I came back from holidays was I needed to make sure that I had a food shop in. So I have two systems that I'm relying on. Like I'm very tired. Hay fever to the absolute max. But I know my system is I'm relying on that. I'm leaning heavily on that rather than relying on to my mood. My goal isn't weight loss. It isn't fat loss. My goal is to feel better in my mental health. My goal is to get back to how I'm feeling, to have more energy, to feel more productive. So as a byproduct of getting my regular meals into place by having those the system of getting my food shop in, that is setting me up. I went to bed really early last night because I know today is going to be really, really full on. This week is going to be really, really full on. I'm looking forward to it. To get a walk in this morning allowed me to listen to a podcast, get into my head. 
of something that I enjoy listening to, which is stuff about football or soccer, whatever way you want to call the sport. Allows me to unwind, chill out, and allows me to get some air, allows me to kind of get back into that routine and carry that momentum. And that's going to help me to yield better results. That's going to help me to feel better. And that's going to help me to bring more energy, creativity, all these kind of different things. And they're going to help people, my clients, me on a, on a daily basis. You're going to be less likely to give up. As I've mentioned before, the stress and pressure of always trying to be perfect will take its toll. You'll either give up because it's too hard and overwhelming you, which overwhelm as a, as, as a sign, as a by definition, is losing sight of a goal. It's because you're trying to change everything and you end up burning out and changing nothing and you'll be unable to continue even if you actually wanted to. If you had the the optimal goal in your head of like, I need to do this, I need to do this, I need to do this. But understanding that you don't need to be perfect will mean you'll reduce that pressure you're putting on yourself, which will make it easier to stick with your goal. You'll be more likely to be consistent. Being consistent is more important for weight loss than intensity. I think that needs to be heard again, which is being being consistent is more important for weight loss than intensity. Allowing yourself kind of like a fad diet of like six weeks to get into shape means that you'll go hard and go hard and push the foot down the floor and like this has to be the last time. What most people do in these circumstances is to cut out. They bank, cal- bank calories to the weekends and implode themselves. They restrict food, they eliminate food groups, they completely eliminate or they ramp up their exercise. This will lead to one way of crashing first thing into a wall. That approach is not sustainable. Then people give out to themselves when they gotta go off a diet. They go on or off, on or off, on or off. Terms like falling off the wagon come into play. And they go back to doing what they were doing before they started that inverted commas challenge. The female fat loss program isn't a challenge. It's not a challenge. It, a challenge generally means there's a winner of like biggest loser or whatever it may be, of weight or whatever it may be, but no one's competing against anyone. My one-to-one clients aren't competing against anyone. Everyone's going on their little journey, on their journey as they're going to go along every day. And they're able to say to themselves, I'm focusing on me. Rather than focusing on everyone else, which is great, what people are great at doing, they're focusing on themselves. And what ultimately can happen is that weight that potentially was lost during one of these inverted commas challenges may be gained back on at the, at the end. And what happens is people will believe that in order to lose that weight again they need to reinforce that they need to do the same system over and over and over again they repeat that process aka the binge restrict model so if you google the binge restrict cycle into google you'll see exactly what i'm talking about but sometimes it's actually better to ultimately do less when people are saying they're exercising and lose and eating to lose weight that's not a thing that's not a thing because it's a negative connotation towards foods, a negative connotation towards training. You're doing something to lose something rather than saying, right, I'm going to be training today to get stronger. I'm training today to feel better. I'm training today to get, to kind of get a PB. I'm eating today to have more energy. I'm eating today to fuel my workout. I'm eating today to have 
ice cream because I enjoy it. Those different things. See the powerful word and reframe that I've just mentioned there? These things snowball and these these smaller things add up incrementally over time. And they stop us giving up. You'll stop relying on motivation and willpower. Many people who are who talk about losing weight and I talk about motivation and willpower all the time. But these are these are limited supply. These commodities are actually limited supply. Once they're gone, they're gone. Which is why a lot of people will lose their kind of motivation or their mojo after a couple of weeks. Because they're relying on, well, if the scale's not going down, or the scale's going down, it's great. But once that scale stalls, what are you going to do? Because they focus on the small things. But you're relying on that motivation of that scale to go down every time rather than looking at non-scale victories of your energy, your mood, your strength, your clothes feeling better, your progress pictures, your improvement, your relationship with food and you. So for example, how motivated would you need to feel if you knew you had to walk five kilometers every day to get results? Would you find it hard? Would you give up? Would this, could this result in injury? Now think about how hard it would be to walk two kilometers twice a week. Is that more doable? Is it less daunting? I would say it is. And over the course of six weeks, I can guarantee that'll be more consistent with your walking part for doing two by two kilometers walks a week. That's seven, five kilometer walks. So over the course of that, you're better off doing two by two rather than those seven by five kilometers because you're not going to be able to stick to it. It's like what people do when they're in January. They'll be like, I've gone to the gym six times this week and then they'll never go again. But if you said to yourself, I'm going to go two times a week for those four weeks in January, that's eight times you're going compared to that six in the first week. So you're already winning by going with a slower, slower approach. You don't need to be perfect to get results. You just need to be a little bit more consistent. You need to aim for consistency. It's that dirty C word. You need to be able to enjoy the journey. People think that in order to lose weight, they need to be miserable. They need to be perfect. They need to exercise like, a, a, a like person to, a, a demon but they don't because I've never seen that process end very well for people it's unsustainable it makes you miserable and can ultimately lead you to putting on more weight which is the ironic thing about it but aiming to be consistent focusing on small little changes along the day over the week allows those things of when life ramps up to come into play Rather than being perfection, which leaves no wiggle room or no change. It's all rigid. None of us do well when we get overwhelmed. That You can't always be on a diet. Diet means short term. So if you're always on a diet, you're, there's an issue with your approach. Going for these prescription of short term fixes aren't going to work for you. When you go for a six week program, an eight week program, that's promising you the world. You're trying to unwire and rewire 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 years plus of habits, behaviors. People are like, well, I'm, I've snuck back into my old habits. I'm like, you're expecting too much from yourself to be able to drop these things so quickly. So you need to actually take a step back and use a little bit of perspective and say, right, what can I do in this situation? What do I need to do? What What's going to move this goal a little bit further towards me, for me? Is it getting a shop in at the beginning of the week? That, oh, but that's, that's too simple. But you're not doing it at the minute. Oh, I need to go for a walk in the mornings. But you're not doing it at the minute. 
start off small and you'll get the results you're looking for if you keep going for big go big go home you'll end up going home miserable you'll end up changing your habits i always say it that you can go for any program in the world you can go to any coach in the world but if they don't work on the elements of your habits your behaviors nothing's really going to change the biggest influence over your weight isn't what you eat it isn't how much you exercise it's why you eat it's what you do and how you do it and move how you do and it comes down to your habits your habits your thoughts your beliefs and your mindset and behaviors all of us have habits that prevent us from doing things losing weight keeping it off and while it's possible to overcome that short term it does take time it's going to take time for you i've seen clients that have been with me for a long time it's taken one to two years to change things for them to overcome because it's so deeply ingrained in them but that's one or two years out of potentially 35 years that they've had those habits so it's short term in comparison but it might not be as short term as most people want so in order to drop perfection you're better off going for six imperfect weeks than rather than 52 perfect weeks so asking yourself right now what what's my approach right now what does my approach look like actually sit down and do an audit of your approach right now is it go hammer and tongs to take out all the foods has that ever worked no there's the feedback so it doesn't work you're not to blame the system's to blame but why do i keep going for those because your your belief system has a flaw it believes it needs to be perfect and that's been cultivated and created by society for you and perfection can come from trauma it can come from grief childhood parents whatever it may be comments as a kid but the biggest thing that i would recommend for you right now is if you are aiming to be perfect you're not going to move very fast you're ultimately going to make that journey longer for yourself and that's the ironic thing perfection is avoidance perfection is a fallacy perfection doesn't really exist but if we look at it from breaking the steps down into maybe eight week or 12 week blocks saying right in 12 weeks where do i want to be or what do i need to do okay well i need to get into my calorie deficit i need to exercise somewhere i need to get my sleep i need to get my habits but pick one thing that you can do today is it getting a food shop in that food shop will allow you to have your fridge your cabinets your cupboards whatever you want to call them your presses full of foods that are going to bring you closer to your goal because why because you're not relying on you're not leaving it up to chance you're not leaving it up to motivation you're not relieving it so pick one thing today to focus on this week that will bring you closer to your goal rather than trying to change everything about you which you don't need to pick one thing that you want to do today that you can could that be counting calories for the week could that be focusing on your protein could that be going for a walk could that be going for your two or three training weight sessions this week could that be focusing on your sleep could that be drinking more water then how can you bring that into your routine so i know this week to get back to where i want to go is i've got my food shopping i've already won the week i've gone for a walk this morning i've already won the day anything else is a win for me so my next goal for me today is three meals but these are all these have all been worked on slowly slowly over time it's not like i'm all bringing them in on one day or on the whole on monday or diet starts monday 
even when I was away, I was using a system of if I'm out for dinner, I'm using two out of four rule. Breakfast, or sorry, starter, main, dessert, drink, picking two out of those four. I didn't really want all main courses and all these, or the whole works. Did I have it once or twice in the 10 days? Yes, but I didn't do 10 days of it. Why? Because I just wanted to feel better. I was being present who I was with. I was able to enjoy that a little bit more. So there's nothing for people to undo on the weekends. There's nothing for people to undo after nights out or staying, hens, stags, holidays, whatever, if the mindset's still the same. What you should be focusing on doing or working on is your habits and behaviors, your belief systems, your values, and working on those rather than trying to depart with your money or part with your money to go for a quick law, quick fat loss program. So hopefully that episode helps you. If it has, please do tag me up on your story. Please review on iTunes and up on Spotify. And thank you so much for listening to today's episode.